You're listening to Always Open number 87. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey, welcome everyone to another episode of Always Open. This, ladies and gentlemen, is my dream episode of Always Open because we have an amazing group of people here with me today, including a very, very special guest who you've been requesting ever since Always Open started. And your donations for Extra Life made it happen. Oh. Who we got? Yes! I, Woo! Well, how does it feel like coming in on your day off? Like, I'm so sorry that you had to, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> feels like I've been here all day already. I don't even know. Don't even know. It's you made of, it. I did. You're Thank here. you guys for bringing me on. So excited to be I'm here. literally so excited to be on this And as if chair. it's not good enough that you're here with us today. Which we have it is. The lovely. Yay! Bethany! Hi, everyone. Made her always open return. She's yes. back. I know. Well, I couldn't pass up being with Texas, so. I know, and I and I can't stop looking at this beautiful, who did your makeup today? Oh, I don't know, you took the day off. I mean, I, I know, so <laughs> this person must be amazing, because yep. your glittery eyes are giving me life. The, They're the, pretty great. The lips, too, they're very I know. bright. I know, yeah. I just want to kiss them. Yes. Ooh, you can. And then we have this lovely. Who are you? Ooh. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here every week. <laughs> you know me, you hate me. No we one hates you. you. Come on. You I respect think... me because you fear me. <laughs> I get it. It's true. That's actually it's our me. relationship in a nutshell. I'm, ter I'm terrified. <laughs> you respect Mary, me because you me. should not. No one should be ever. I get that a lot. People are always like, oh, well, you just like seem so like calm and collected and cool. I'm like, it's because I'm trying not to shit myself. <laughs> or cry. Or, or cry. both. Yeah, or, or do, do all both. the above at the same time. Um, but yeah, Texas, you're here. Thankfully. I know. I can't believe so it long. took this long, honestly. Yeah. Has it been two years? I, I don't know. How long has it been? We've been doing the show for like two and a half years. Since September 2016 was when we officially kicked mm -hmm. off, yeah. so mm -hmm. it's just been a little over two years. Yeah. Well, I am so excited. Yeah, I'm so glad that your boss was like, yeah, have the day off. I know, Even right? Though, like, Everybody did. Who's going to be serving the drinks? We don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, we have some. Oh, we do. I mean, <laughs> we, everyone's we. got the day off today because it's our Christmas episode. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And I can't think of a better gift to myself and Mariel and the world Aww. than the two of you. It's so true. Two of the most amazing, wonderful people in this world who I wish everybody could know Aww. and love. Well, that made my heart just go. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's like the Grinch. Yeah. 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 Three sizes or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, oh, well, let's cool. uh, let's do our shot. Yes. This was made by uh, a friend of yours, yes, Lupe. Yes, yes, Mr. Lupe. So we have we have another bartender. Oh, I yeah, know. Yeah, I know. Feel cheated. I I feel a little bit kind of like I'm like don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens when I bring other people on here. Oh, but it's great. But it's no, he's fantastic. He's Lupe's so a great fun. bartender, and he's really hilarious. We're excited to have Lupe on today. Yeah. Nicest hair I've ever seen. He's also, yes. he's he's in love with that hair. Yeah. Trust me, it's I'm good. gonna steal that hair. I always tell him if he if he like if we ever get in a fight or anything, I'm always like I'm gonna cut that off and sell it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Cut it off and then make extensions. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll be wearing it. That's what we're gonna do, Lupe. We're have gonna get rid of this. Hair, though, like and wanted to just cut it and run away. Yeah. 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 And I never. I would never do that. Every day. Every, no. Every day he sleeps on my couch. I'm like. Every day. I just want to get my scissors and just. You go have to have evil it. fantasies. Not gonna, oh, you would plenty, never. That you would I never live out. Plenty of really fucked up evil fantasies. Yeah. But none of them have ever been. I'm gonna cut that person's hair off. Well, what's really? one then? Dive into those. I. I don't want to talk about it because it can be really bad. I accidentally burned someone's hair. <laughs> Sounds like it's worse than that. Yeah. I burned yeah. someone's. I burned someone's hair off once. On purpose? No, it was a total accident. <laughs> mm. I was lighting my match. No. <laughs> no. Um. I was in band. I was a band nerd. Um, trumpet. I, I played the trumpet. Oh, in band, not in a band. I was. No, Oh, Two God, very no, different no, 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 no. Wait, I was what, would, what would Texas's band name be called? 
He was the in a band. Sugar Daddy. Yeah, think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like some sort of cooking dish. Oh. Because oh. he likes to cook. He's always talking about cooking, like the enchiladas or. The hot dishes? The I mean, hot I dish. The whole enchilada. I, I, like, know. I like that. I like. I like. I love good. enchiladas. There we go. I am, Mex- I am Mexican. That's what we do. Yep. So. <laughs> so give me some love. Give me mm. some love. There. So you're in band. So yeah, I was in a. I was in a, in band, and I was <laughs> not in a band. You got me all thrown off. <laughs> I was in band in the back, and I was um I was smoking a cigarette <gasps> with one of my friends. Texas. I know she and this girl had her hair pulled up behind like that over the little thing and we were trying to light it in the back and I was lighting it and she had tons of hairspray because she was one of those um, flag girls. Yeah. You know, yeah. with like the, the hairspray, had yeah. the hair could move and um, and we lit the cigarette and like oh, it, no. I immediately started How much pat, like the whole puff. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I immediately started hitting the back of her head. Did she end up like with a bald spot or did it just no, catch it the just, long it just, parts? No, it caught the long parts. And so, and luckily she was super sweet and she was like, it's okay. And I was like, no, girl, it's we flagged okay. your hair. <laughs> oh, and, I definitely thought it was going to be a story of like you were using a curling iron or a straightener. Oh, no, yeah. No, I was kind of naughty. So I was be like, I'm, you're never I touching was, my hair again. Yeah. <laughs> Bad boy. No, I was, a not, I was a naughty little boy. I don't recommend it. Smoking's horrible. And I quit doing it when I was. Bad baby. 20. Bad. Yeah, no, I, was a ba- I was a bad little Texas, so yeah. <laughs> I was just showing up, so. Well, let's be bad babies So to, to good What's hair. in this? Do we know? Oh, this is, yeah, the pineapple turnover. Pineapple, pineapple upside, down. Down. upside down. Yes. I can't, I don't know. And it's got, it's got uh, grenadine and. Vodka and pineapple juice. There you go. And it's super strong, apparently. That's pretty Ooh. good. Good job, Lupe. It's better you than like some it? of the other ones. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. It was just strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show has made it so much easier for me to take shots in my daily life that I take shots. Daily life. Yeah, when I first met you, you didn't really take them a lot. No, I hated taking shots, but I just now once you're... a week I have to take mm-hmm. shots. So yeah, I remember. The, I think it was the first episode we had with you, Bethany. We did the Shambong. Oh right! Yeah, like, oh my god, champ! Oh, yeah. Those are pretty great. Yeah. The only part is the air bubble. We haven't shambonged in a long. Time. They're right you over there. We should do that at some we point. Should totally we should totally. I think we have champagne though. Yeah. Probably in my office. You'll have to come on the show again, I guess. Yeah, <gasps> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get things started. We got some cupidity questions, um, which apparently we've used up. All the cupidity questions. Yeah. Christian, who was uh, one of the producers on the show, he created a cupidity profile, or okay Cupid profile rather, and uh, he was the one who was going through all the questions, and there was like, oh, that would be such thousands. a fun job. <laughs> yeah. I am pretty insane. sure yeah. he hated it. <laughs> yeah. He told us last week, he was like, I, I did it. I answered every question you could answer on okay Cupid. Yeah. And I was like, your profile probably looks like an insane person. <laughs> 38 pages long. You, so when you do that, when they, you do that, do they actually, so people, like say for instance, someone's looking up Christian's information, do they see that he's actually yeah, answered he all the questions? So. I think yeah. so. It's I'm, like, sure, I'm sure he used a fake. I was yeah, going to say, yeah, did yeah, he use a, a fake? So people are probably like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like this yeah. person just sat here and answered yeah. Or what if them? it's like, it questions. comes up with the perfect match for him and it's like, this is the one person that fits all of these. And it's me. <laughs> I would love to meet that person. <laughs> well, would you like to do some questions, Mr. Texas? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. We got ready with our timer. And go. Imagine you are very interested in a long-term relationship with someone. Would it be worse if they wanted you only for casual sex or if they were not interested in sex with you at all? It, not, not with sex, no, yeah. Do you yeah. find freckles attractive? <laughs> yes. Me too. Are you afraid of falling madly in love? No. Does your culture, ethnicity, or race play a large role in your identity? Yes. What was the duration of your longest romantic relationship? Four years. 
Oh. Texas, you're so cute. I can't stop staring at you. I know. Fabulous. <laughs> well, especially hair. your new hair. My I know. Hair. Thank you, Danny Garcia. Woo woo. Ooh, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. No, he, I was. Uh, I wanted to do something different, so you know, here we are. That looks great. I mean, well, love thank it. you. Thank you just you. want to be more like me and Bethany. We get it. I know. Everyone Sorry, wants that. Lawns for life. That's okay. I'll, I'll eventually go back brown again, so you know. Whatever. <laughs> this is the first time I haven't had like a crazy color. I yeah, was gonna say yeah. yeah. I cut like four inches because it was fading, and I just needed something. Normal. Yeah. Normal. Do you I think still, you're going to do it again? I think so. Yeah. I still look at you and I'm still kind of like, I, I know it's you, but I kind of just don't at the same time. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I walk into, like when we were at dinner the night, I walked in and I was yeah. like, I saw you walk in and I was like, it's her, but I just don't, yeah. I used to seeing that color. So it's pretty interesting. So, so like you, uh, you like freckles, huh? I do. I think freckles are really cute. I love freckles. I like freckles too. I think they're really endearing. So cute. And I don't know why, like, I don't know when the switch happened of people trying to cover them up and being embarrassed about freckles. Yeah. Mm. And like, now people put fake freckles on. Yeah, I had a friend really? in high school that used to, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, it's called, there's one called Freck. Freck. But yeah, I, um, Sounds like a fetish. I had a friend that she literally would, <laughs> right, she would cake on the Freck makeup me. to get rid of it. And <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Yeah. Freckles I think my cool. favorite yeah. supermodel, Kate Moss, when I was younger, like, that's why I just, like, I loved her. She had all these freckles and I thought it was really beautiful and mm -hmm. it just made her look unique. Yeah. You know? So. I had a friend growing up that would call me freckles because it would come out in the summer. And when you're not Aww. wearing makeup and you're running around as a kid, and I used to, that's what made me want to cover them up because I always assumed it meant it like in a bad way. Yeah. But no, I, I, think that's, I like it on other people a lot. Now I want to put you out in the sun and make your freckles come back. I'll be out in the sun. <laughs> you know, I could tattoo some freckles on you if you ever want them. Hmm. I do, I do. Where would you put them on, on me? So what you do is you actually draw them on wherever you would want them. Oh. And then we would just do a little tap. How long would they gun. last? They're if it's so tiny, they couldn't last that They're semi-permanent, right? probably about maybe um, 12 to 18 months. Okay. Oh. They're going to say 12 years. Yeah. No, no, no. 12 to no, 18 years. Yeah, 12 to 18 months. Is, yeah, so it's yeah. pretty interesting. I'm like 45 years old with freckles. I'm so youthful. Right? You're like, let me duct tape this back. Okay. <laughs> All right, Miss B. Oh, gosh, I'm nervous. Okay. It is your turn. Yeah. All right. And go. Would you date someone who was looking for true love, but no sex at all ever? I think so. What is your backup? I could masturbate. <laughs> what, is, what is your backup plan if you can't find a date on a Friday night? I just hang out by myself, which is great. Masturbate. <laughs> How does the thought of someone masturbating with you in mind make you feel? <laughs> I, that makes me feel pretty great. You're all very Actually. Uh, are you a coffee snob? No. No. Nope. I love how three of those questions led to masturbation. I know. Basically, <laughs> someone's got nice. something on her mind. Self-love is important. I think the first yeah, question's interesting, though. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. um, I think I could. I think my answer would have been different maybe 10 years ago, but mm -hmm. I think now finding that connection and that partner is more important than, than sex. Yeah, I would agree. And even as a relationship progresses anyway, it's not as hot and heavy as it is in the beginning because yeah. you're more focused on other things. So I think there's a lot of people who get into relationships assuming that like right. sex is always going to be the same as it was at the yeah, beginning and it's of a relationship. Not. And it's like you got to have a stamina. Right. If that's the case. Yeah. Because uh, that is difficult to keep up. Yeah. Um, the thought of someone masturbating with you in mind. I guess that goes, we had to go quickly there. But yeah. I guess it depends on who. Yeah, I think that's a big question. Like, if it's someone who you're interested in. Right. Different, or like your significant other. Sure. What if it's someone you're not interested, but you're not not interested in? I think it's still flattering. I think it's, I mean... I think I mean, it's you don't okay. want to. Yeah, I sure. think it's okay. Why not? Yeah, I think the as long as they're not making you uncomfortable. I mean, I guess it's more like if they tell you, then I think that's crossing the yeah. line. So I don't know how you would know in this scenario. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't want someone to tell me. Like, there's these things that exist online that really freak me out called cum tributes. What? <gasps> the oh, fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, where I, I, yeah, okay. someone takes a video of, of like, let's say it's a it's a picture of Mariel. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm just going to use you as an example. Picture of Meryl and like they're masturbating and then like they come yes, all over the yes, picture yes, yes. and they film thing. it and upload it to the mm -hmm. internet. There mm -hmm. have to be some of like the people here. I'm Men are disgusting. <laughs> I'm sure it's women too. Yeah. What do you do? Squirt on a picture? <laughs> like, yes, hey. I am. Yeah! If it exists I've for men, it then it exists for women. Come on. Someone's squirting for you right now, I'm sure. Okay. Would you feel better if it was someone you knew? Like, <laughs> if you found out <laughs> Bethany I had a fun dream about you mm -hmm. and was like, I'm going to take this and put it in my little imagination box and run away with it. Would you? F and she told you about it. Would you feel more uncomfortable with her telling you about it or just some like random stranger on the internet? I feel like I'd be more comfortable if it was someone I knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I'd be more okay with it rather. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that, like you're less inclined to tell someone if you know them because then you feel like, well, is this going to weird out my friend or yeah. this person who I work with of just like, I right, I think a work thing would be different too than just yeah. a friend. I mean, I think everyone's had a sex dream about someone that they've worked with. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have like five. Oh my God, uh, I forgot about that. The red bra. Yo, the wow. Red, red okay, bra, yeah, red bra baby. Yeah, drink up. She just threw down her napkin. Uh, my favorite part. <laughs> just drink up. <laughs> Weren't you like, I don't own a red bra. I never have. I know. I don't, I don't actually in real life picture you owning a red bra. Mm -mm. Who's the weirdest person you've had a sex dream about? Me? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I wouldn't, well, I mean, I've had sex dreams about everybody, it seems like. Women? <laughs> no, not oh. necessarily. I'm just curious. Like, no, you know, like Rihanna, because Rihanna's hot. Mm, I think that I would probably, like, maybe really? start to, like, kind of mm. canoodle and then be like, okay, can I just do your hair? <laughs> <laughs> or or can, I just, yeah. can I just have some of your makeup, please? Yeah, um, yeah no, but I've had sex dreams about, um, one, I guess maybe the strangest might have been one of my really good friends that I'd been mm. friends with for years and years. Um, we were neighbors in a, in a... Were you attracted to him at all? I was when we first met because oh. we actually, um, we actually, it was kind of a funny story, um, we were working together um, at this restaurant and we were both hosts. We were both young, like 21 or something. And his boyfriend was underage at the time. And so he, we, we were obviously, let's go to the gay bars. Yeah. Like, oh. And so we went out and the boyfriend couldn't come. And so one night, and I didn't know they were boyfriends. So they mm -hmm. never told me. So. Did I just you thought know it was, that they were gay? I, yeah, yeah, I knew okay. they were gay, but I just thought I thought they were just friends because okay. they were just they weren't like kind of like I guess exclusive, exclusive at the time. Gotcha. So we hung out together. We wound up making out on the dance floor, oh. but we actually didn't do anything that night or anything. So we just kind of that I kind of it it wasn't just, boyfriend. It, it, boyfriend it, it, wasn't there. No, he wasn't there. It just fizzled out after that. You know, we were kind of like yeah. whatever. Then I kind of saw him as a brother, and I was like, oh, whatever. And <laughs> so that's how we met. And we became friends, and we actually were like really good friends. And I did have a section about him not too long ago, which oh, was really weird, because I haven't even talked to him in like... Back up in your memory. Yeah, totally weird. I was like, where the hell did that come from? Mm -hmm. You know, but I think everyone has that. I think everyone oh, yeah. just, because I, maybe had, I saw him on Instagram or Facebook yeah. or something. And... I've had sex dreams about people that I'm not even remotely attracted to. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, I'm not attracted I've to him either. I've had plenty of sex dreams yeah. about men, and then I just wake up in the morning, I'm like... Yeah. Like I, nice try. Uh, not <laughs> yeah. today. Not Bray. today, Satan. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I was kind of weirded out because I didn't expect that to happen, but it yeah. does happen, I think. And yeah. you know, and I, I kind of woke up and was like, "Well, that was weird." I think sometimes it was good, but it was you, weird. Like care so, you know. about someone, yeah. or yeah. you're thinking about someone, yeah. it could translate into that. Yeah, and it's just like, well, let's say yeah. your brain is horny too at the same yeah. time. And yeah. it just I think it's normal. Combines yeah. into a beautiful. Just maybe not tell it to everybody. Or do. Or, 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 or just say it on, on an open platform. <laughs> yeah, use the show as an excuse. Yeah, All right, Miss Merle. Let's do it. You ready? Let's do it. And go. Do you like writing lists? Yeah, I love lists. 
Do you like to dance? I like to dance, but only when I'm, I've got a few drinks in me. I'm a pretty shy person. Okay, well, we'll work on that. Uh, do you enjoy learning about your heritage? Yeah, of course. Are you upset when your partner flirts with someone else? Oh, not at all. Really? <laughs> not at all. Let me get back to that. Are you texty before you meet someone from a dating app in person? Yes, but I try not to be too overbearing. Mm. I, uh, when I was on the dating apps, I would only talk to someone via the app mm. before oh, I met yeah. them in person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Because I was like, I don't want to give you my number yet. I don't know no. what you're like. Yeah. There were a couple I just met in person briefly and we never exchanged anything. Yeah, you're like, you know, Bye. Like, no. There was a uh, one guy in particular that I'm really glad I didn't get my number to because he ended up being like a little crazy. Mm. And I was like, okay, like I'll see you later. He's like, Do you, could I get your number? I was like, no. <laughs> Good, thanks. Just gonna I don't have a number. Remove you from the app <laughs> now. Um, you're like, I don't have a phone. <laughs> so you don't get upset when uh, your partner flirts with someone? No, I think flirting's fun. And okay. it, most, for the most part, it's innocent. Um, mm -hmm. Laura and I go to a coffee shop because we have a crush on the barista. <laughs> we're always both like you both have, a group you both crush. Have a crush? Yeah. Well, we, we have it's funny because we have a crush on we've uh, the barista. Uh, this, this guy, he's just very very cute and just every time we go, we're always like, oh, he's so dreamy. Um, and then there's this girl that is at the uh, coffee shop too, who also works there. And we're like, oh, she's so cute. And we found out they're a couple. Oh, and so every oh time we go, we're just like. Do they do, they, do they know that you're no, that, like? So I don't know. Are maybe, you like googling maybe. them? Or? No, no. How did you find out they were dating? Stalking. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some light Instagram stalking. Light Instagram stalking. Okay. Where I they, mean, if it's a public profile. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, if your company's tagging you in pictures, and you can easily find your profile. I mean, you could make it private, and no one would know, yeah. right? Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah, I flirt all the time. I'm constantly flirting with people. I feel like for a lot of people it helps a relationship yeah. because it lets you kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? We just like, we all have this energy that we yeah. want to release. Yeah. release. And even if it's flirting with friends or yeah. strangers, it doesn't have to mean anything sexual or bad. Oh yeah. Oh exactly. my God, what, look, like our text messages are crazy. Oh yeah, I mean we always talk like, about how we're in a thruple. Yeah, and I, like oh. you just said, like <laughs> what, what did you say I was doing? I was watching Sabrina and you were like, you're gonna spank me and then I was like, Mitch yeah. too, right? And, <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, that's he, how we've always I, been. I want you both and all three of us are equally that way to each other. Yeah. So no yeah. one's getting jealous if one's texting the other. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's I right. exclusively go into the sales office just to flirt with everyone in there. <laughs> you know, I'm right next door, but that's cool. Same. Yeah. I used to go into your office and flirt all the time. Flirt with everyone in there. Mm -hmm. She did. And then I just got to, you know, I exhaust you my flirting make your one. I got to make my, I got I to, gotta, I can't let people get jealous. Mm -hmm. Got to make right. sure everyone's flirted with equally. Right. I think, I think it's think time it, to hit up Barbara. It is true. But I think you do it innocently, though. There's a innocent type innocent. of flirting. <laughs> well, <laughs> <Play that face. laughs> but there's an innocent flirting, and then there's when you go when you overstep your boundaries, and then you're like mm -hmm. kind of sleazy yeah. sure. about it. Mm -hmm. I think when you do a harmless flirt, like yeah. I think everyone, like anyone who's worked in any kind of service industry or in the industry mm -hmm. that we're in now, like everyone, just, everyone like, just kind of is. It's like, a friendly. Yeah, it's yeah. so friendly. Yeah. Everyone's like hugs and says hi and talking to the. You know, it's not weird or creepy. Yeah. But there's always that one person that will probably go over the line. Oh yeah. That's, mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, that's not okay. Don't flirt with me. It's yeah. just like that communication between whoever you're with and being like. Yeah. I usually only flirt with people who tend to flirt back. Mm -hmm. I'm never like, like going to making and making people uncomfortable on purpose or yeah. anything like that. You like if you can tell someone's being shy and they're yeah. like, that makes me feel embarrassed, <laughs> yeah. then you're probably not going to keep doing it. And most of the time right. I don't dish it out until someone gives it to me first. Mm -hmm. Then I'm like, you there hooked you me. Uh -oh. Game on, baby. Now you got it. Now you I'm got just, it. Let's fuck. I'm too awkward of a flirter. Are or you? Like, I don't know how to be subtle about it. So I'll be like, 
That's I like your shirt. So cute. <laughs> it's nice. Fits your body nice. <laughs> and then they probably slowly creep away. And they're like, and they're like wow, my, my mom just called. <laughs> I thought it was my phone. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's my hand. Wow. Okay. Wow, no, I hear her in my ear. Gotta go. I'm not going to exclusively name her, but there's someone in sales who, like, literally every time we see each other, it's just like, how much can we one up with each other with like flirting and like mm. hitting on each other? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? It's Nadia. It's not. I know. It's Nadia. It's Jess. Yeah. It's Jess. Jess. Jess is a girl in sales. Jess yes. Lonnet. She's perfect. She has the coolest fashion sense. Yes. Every mm -hmm. time I see her, I'm just like. She's super stylish. Yeah. She has She's like, like purple hair. Purple hair. Super She's, fun. She yeah. the other day. Uh, she was just like. I can't remember what I said to her, but she was just like, I'll be your manic pixie dream girl. And I was like, I gotta walk away. <laughs> Wait a minute. I love, I took a picture of her shirt the other day because she had that, uh, no, what is it? Something from no, it was from Mean Girls. It says something no, oh, Gretchen, what, what did it? Um, Shh. No, it something for Gretchen Wieners, wasn't it? It was, I was like, can I take a picture of your shirt? She literally is, Always so cool looking. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, Always I, her hair and her eyebrows. And she's yeah. a comedian, like she does yeah. improv. She's a The improv like, thing is probably, in my opinion, the most attractive yeah. thing about her. But it's, it's that's tough. Her, so. Anyway, I think we're all in love with Jessica. Yeah, she's, so. amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. Every time she dyes her hair and it gets like, yes. yeah. like vibrant and like, I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Yeah, I think it was none for Gretchen Wieners or something like that. Yeah, and she was that's just like, awesome. I was like, I fucking love your shirt. And she's like, oh, I made it. And I was just like, I was like, what? I want a picture. Yeah, of course she, she did. No, she, she made it. It looked like something you would see on like some mass scale, like, Forever 21 or something. Yes. It was really cool. It's great and when people are like nice really and really funny and talented yeah. yes. and cool and you're yes. just like, yeah. I was just like, share I with me. I know, I'm like, and I have your shirt, I'll trade you. So. Yeah, perfect. Yep. All right, Barbara, it, are you ready? Do it, do it, do it. I am ready. All right, and let's go. Do you ever give money to street performers? Yes. Uh, if you gave a friend a copy of your favorite book and found out months later that they still had not even started it, would you be upset? Maybe a little. Have you ever broken up with someone without being face to face? Yes. Would it bother you if your partner kept pictures of previous partners? Yes. Uh, do you find it easy to talk to members of the opposite sex? <laughs> um, yeah, I think for the most part. And what do you think is the best way to connect with someone you're interested in? Just um, avoid them at all costs. There you go. Yeah. Never make eye contact <laughs> with them, never talk to them. I liked those questions the best, I think. Yeah, those are good ones. Mm -hmm. I looked out. Um, yeah, the book thing. Uh, I think that's kind of just like, I'm sharing a piece of me sure. mm -hmm. that like I want to share with so, you. Yeah, I've thought about it too, but a book is a commitment. Yes. Yeah. If people don't read often, or it's not a passion of theirs mm -hmm. to, to like encourage or ask them or expect them to sit down and do it mm -hmm. and finish is a lot. I feel yeah. like because it, I love to read, so to me it's not, you but know, to some people. But it sure. is, and but I know what you're saying. It's it's sharing a part of not just you, but what you're interested in, something that you're so excited about that you want yeah. them to be as excited. And about. every day asking like, you start, you start. What do you think? Right. Do you think? And they're like, and then you can imagine that person probably feels bad too. Like, yeah. Well, it's like watching. It's like telling someone like. Oh, this is my favorite TV show. And then when you're watching it with them, you're just watching them because you're like, oh, or they're on their phone. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the same way. I hate when that happens. When I'm trying to show someone like a video or a show or something that I like, I'm in mm -hmm. love with, and they're like not paying attention or like they're on their phone. Oh yeah, like, all the time. Watch this part this, all the time. This, this happened. This I'm like, oh, I have to rewind again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want this, me to pause this? This one. She fell asleep. You. I do and fall asleep you, a lot. You fell asleep in Sabrina, long. and I was like, Ooh. okay, I'm sorry. He brought up Sabrina. This is the second time now. If anyone else caught it, Texas loves Sabrina. Texas has seen Sabrina. 
Seven times? Eight times? Eight times. Eight. The whole series? Yes. He made us watch three episodes, and he'd already seen it four times at that point. I it love just it. came out I in October. I put it on. I couldn't get past, like, episode four. I couldn't I, get past I episode I can't four. help it. I love it. I'm, in, I'm obsessed with Miranda Otto, Michelle Gomez, and... And the uh, Dark Lucy Arts. Davis. Yeah, and the Dark Arts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she, you fell asleep. So, yeah, I was like, get up. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. times. What time of night were you watching it? It was late. It was late. It was late. We'd had dinner and we'd had like a full meal and a drink or two and like I just get sleepy and I cozy. I fall asleep almost every night watching TV. Oh, I fall asleep I in Brooklyn Nine Nine every night. This is why I didn't want to put a TV in the bedroom. Like I was against it because I think like the bedroom should be about intimacy and rest. Mm -hmm. and it shouldn't be about because you have you could put that in a living room, but then we like caved and put one in there. Yeah, but it's beautiful. I think my, no, my favorite thing is waking so up on the, like a Saturday morning and like let's just watch some TV and like have coffee in bed oh. and mm -hmm. chill. Like I love doing that. So even that like we'll move and go to another room. I'm just lazy as fuck. I like staying in the bed too. No I'm but with, I like yeah. that I'm idea. You know? It's just yeah. nice and cozy. Especially yeah. like on a very lazy Get all your yeah. pillows, put them all up, get your food. Just I like do get whatever. to a point though where I'm like my back just aches. I'm just like I need to get up. You have so to like switch. Yeah. That's something one of the reasons why I know Trevor's the right one for me is because I fall asleep every night watching TV. And like, I'm always so apologetic. Like in every situation I've been in, people have been pissed at me for falling asleep. Aww. And, and every well, time I fall asleep. Well, then you weren't with the right people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, every time I fall asleep, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry I fell asleep. He goes, no, like, I'm happy that you're resting. Like, it makes me happy that you're That's what comfortable. Says too. Like, he's like, that's okay. Yeah, but then like, if he I'm falls like, asleep, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> I know, I was like, Sabrina, wake up. <laughs> yeah. It's so sweet. I'll uh, I'll wake up after falling asleep, and like he had already taken my phone to plug it in, put a water next to my bed, Aww. and then like made my toothbrush with He's toothpaste. He's so good. Put it on. That's adorable. That's really cute, and scares me too. Like, <laughs> because like I have a thing about that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous about toothbrushes being out. Cause like okay, not about his act of kindness. No, no, no okay. not the kindness. No, but the, <laughs> he might but feel I would be like, I would be like, that toothbrush can't be out. I just don't like my toothbrush to be out sometimes, cause like I like it to be up high and away from things. Cause mm -hmm. you just, want it up high? I do. I, oh, I, I, like I, 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 I'm just afraid of like, yeah, I'm just afraid of everything. Or if you sneeze or dust. Yeah, or, or, I get or that. like, or what if like the the horrible roach that maybe comes in through the water? <laughs> thing, that I've seen things on TV and I'm like, that or like just scares me. Or like the snake that comes out of the toilet. Yeah, or a spider or some sort of bug being on it. I freak out. So where do you keep your toothbrush? I keep a little cover on it, and then I keep it up. Okay. Well. Usually. Yeah. Th these are, like, very far away from the toilet. Like, the sinks are in a separate area, and, like, there's, like, little shelves above them, so. So you have a small little bathroom. They're kind of high. What kind of, mm -hmm. yeah, it freaks me out, yeah. I'm a weirdo, though. I'm a germaphobe, so. Yeah. I, the one thing I don't get is people who share toothbrushes. Have oh, you heard no, of no, this? No, no. Yes, okay, but yes, they intentionally, yes. or it's just like someone forgot their toothbrush like, and one time they did well, it? I know, I know one or two couples that share no. Why? Can you not afford $4? <laughs> not even. It's like you could get a toothbrush for 60 cents. I would literally Ooh, hold on. buy them a The intentional guys. sharing is <gasps> We have a new look. Uh -huh. And didn't oh, we tell you his hair is great? Yes. Know. We got it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Should we compare the color of the to see <laughs> oh if it'll god. be a, a match? Actually, yeah. <laughs> you know what? With my balayage, it really would work. So if you I ever know. want to get a snip snip I'm, in there. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad you did that balayage that I told you to do. Oh, shut the fuck up. I told you to do. Everybody good? Thank you, Lupe. Yes, thank you, Lupe. You're welcome. This is delicious, by the way. Look at this work of art. He made it. So, it's so pretty. Beautiful. He's such a good bartender. Wow. Oh my God. Texas, what? You're slacking. I know, right? And he's I mean, so much fun to go out with. He, Lupe is an absolute hot mess, and I love it. <laughs> in, in the best way ever. This, you have the best video. I have the best video of Lupe uh, on Pride uh, this year, which was funny because 
I when I saw him this morning, I was like, hey, hey, how's it going? He was just like, hey, and then uh, he later on he was like, I don't know if we met. I was like, oh, honey, we've met. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look at this great video I have of you. Wow. Well, he was doing a oh, he was oh, what was I think he was wearing my Britney shirt. He was of course filling oh, that yeah. hair, yes, that and he was perfect. doing this little like walk off at OCH. He was just, in he the was middle running of the day, down the he just was, like he a was cat walking his OCH catwalk. for those of us who oil, are watching who don't know oil can, oil can Harry's. Oh, oh. So it's right next okay, to a couple of doors down from Rain on Fourth, yeah, and um, which is where I used to work, and so we were all just hanging out and. Yeah. It was it was such a mess. <laughs> it was beautiful. So much fun. He He's, actually does have the best walk ever. Yeah. Like I would. It was great. I, I would. That's I would, why I filmed yeah, it. I was. Yeah. It was great. So. And now you have it forever on your phone. Forever. And you'll I never know, forget your it's first meeting. Nope. Yep. I feel like I I don't know if I've ever been to a pride in Austin. I I, you and I went a few years mm -hmm. ago. I think I've always been either fun. out of town. I think this or, was the year I. I think I've missed two because I've been out of town. Yeah. We're out of town. I know this One year it got rained out. Last year? This past year no, it rained. This, this year. We were there. But though. we were still we there. Were there. Everyone went out. We just got stuck in yeah. a bar. Well, what was the year they moved? Did they move the parade to a different month? They moved something. Because they moved the uh, Last year. Okay. Last year they moved the parade like because into like October. Mm. And everyone was just kind of It was like, so weird. Yeah. I've always worked them <laughs> bartending. So I've actually never done a parade in Austin until last year. Which was that I actually got a chance, or I guess when we were together, mm -hmm. um, my first time actually going out in Austin, and it was actually really nice. Yeah. It was fun. Because nice. I've always had to work, and it's so stressful because you, you gear yeah. up for it, and you're like, you have to be at work at like 1 p.m., and then you're there till 4 a.m., so it's oh. like this just 14 hour you know, day. exhausting. You make so much money. I remember I would make my rent in like the first like eight hours. Jeez. <laughs> and you're like, okay, six cool. more hours to go, let's yeah. do it. And actually, um, you'd be so tired, but it was it was great. We have a question later on in the show about jobs, but there was a job I almost took when I lived in Montreal where I would be essentially just like a server at a bar, not like a bartender or anything. I would just bring drinks to people. Got it. And the girls there wore very revealing clothes. And I was talking to one of the girls there and she's like, yeah, I make like $400 in tips a night. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god. Like, so, like, sign me up. I'm like a broke college student. Like, yeah. a night? Yeah. That's exactly why I got into bartending when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. It was great. I thought money. it'd be fun. Yeah. You meet people, that's how I met almost all my friends, which yeah. is crazy in Austin. That's why I always call him the mayor of Austin. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it's so Texas true, knows everyone. We go out and he's just like talking to the chef and like, oh, he'll talk to, one time we went out and he, well, this is a couple times. What's the place? Uh, I don't even know. On the, with the water? The fun drinks. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a server he didn't know because it's been a while since he worked there. And he was asking about the queso and what's in it for me because of my eating style. Mm -hmm. And the server didn't know. And he's, and he's like, no, they have this, this special seasoning. They put this in. No, but you need to ask them to take this out. And the guy was just like, who <laughs> are you, you monster? Whoa, dude. He's like, what do you know? To the chef. I used to work here. <laughs> wow. Snip. Hell yeah. Well, I can't help it. It's just I've been around. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm have. 75. That's a great so. thing, though. Yeah. Every, everyone <laughs> looks look great. I even got in an Uber once, and he overheard me and Mitch talking about our friend Texas. He's like, Texas De La Rosa. Yeah. And I'm like, don't listen you're to like, my conversation. <laughs> you're like the Regina George of Austin, but oh, way no, nicer. Nicer. Yes. Yes. But everyone knows you. And no, and no back brace. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna read a little bit of an ad here about a company called Burrow, which Ooh. Mariel is Ooh. very excited I'm very about. Very excited about Burrow. This episode of Always Open is brought to you by Burrow. The holiday season is here, and whether you're hosting the entire extended family or just a few friends, you'll need a cozy seat for everyone. 
There's no better time to replace your worn-out hand-me-down couch with a super comfortable, high-quality, and stylish Burrow sofa. Mm. Meryl loves them sofas. I do love sofas. With That's Burrow, nice. you can indulge in some stress-free shopping. It's easy to customize your sofa online. Pick comfy low armrests or stylish high armrests. No trips to a far-flung, dimly-lit warehouse. Shipping is fast and free. Holla, love that free shipping. Burroughs couches are designed for comfort. They're exactly 17 inches off the ground because that's the average height from the bottom of a person's foot to the back of their knee. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Uh, four unique collections help you decide your style. You can get your living room ready for all of your holiday celebrations and save $75 on a new sofa by visiting burrow.com open for $75 off your order. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash open to get $75 off your order. Thanks again to Burrow for supporting the show. You could also uh, have some like uh, charging cables oh, yeah. in the couches. That's yeah, a great name. That's amazing. Yeah. I like the name. Burrow. It just sounds yeah. nice. It sounds like you want to just. Mm -hmm. It makes nice me want to like yeah. It makes me want to just get in there and be like yeah, because I love a good soft big oh, okay. like your couch. That's my corner. Yeah. Like, it's like my couch at home, and I love we're being in the corner. I know, I know, you're well, if you need a new couch, you get yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> They're really comfy. We actually use it now on the podcast set because really? we liked it so much. Okay, cool. Yeah, I made a big fuss about it because I was like, this couch is so much better than our old couch. Let's keep it. <laughs> That's cool. And they did. It was awesome. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our first question. This is from Justin W. And Justin wants to know, what is the best and worst job you've had? Um, I feel like we purposely should choose something like, other Another favorite, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Not including rooster teeth and the stuff. I think for me, and I don't know if I could count this as a job, it's more of a gig. Okay. But when I was in college, I went to college in Montreal and I didn't speak French, so I was very like struggling for mm. any sort of money while I was there because you have to be bilingual to get a job. And uh, I auditioned for this thing, a modeling gig, for a bridal show. And essentially, it was just you get to dress up in. I feel like I've heard this. Bridal gowns. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and you get like your hair and makeup done, and get to wear a bridal dress. But you have to stand in this box, almost like a Barbie doll, oh, wow. at this bridal show. <laughs> oh, and they have like table placements and all these like different like wedding aspects and decorations mm -hmm. around the room. So like people meander about and look at these models and the dresses and stuff like that. And then, like every hour, you would change into a new look. That's pretty cool. It was I awesome. Think that's cool. That's but, really awesome. But very awkward at the same time because you're well, just like standing there, like you're like the girl in the standard hotel that's like in the glass cage that like everyone's looking at, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and you're just like, hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm studying. Thanks. But it's one of those that's, things where it's like, how am I getting paid to do this? That's really yeah. cool. No, that's amazing. You get to get glammed up, wear this like yeah. beautiful dress, and you're super tall and gorgeous. So I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure to say the your, dresses look probably great on you. So yeah. Thank you. Oh, Burger King? Burger King. You're the Burger Queen. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite I, story. It's like, it's funny because it's probably my worst job, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah, doing and that's it. why it's yeah. hard to pick. You yeah. Because I think I had so many fun things at every job. And even yeah. if it was a not great job, I made the most of it. Yeah. You know? Which I think is like a personality trait. Yeah. Like if you're just like someone who's like, I'm just going to make the best of it regardless of the situation. Yeah. I was a hostess in high school at a Cajun restaurant. Yeah. Cajun music all the time. It was pretty fun until like the twentieth time. <laughs> Do you get like PTSD when you hear? They talk Cajun about music? etouffee and like jambalaya. That was like in the song. So, like I'm not joking, um, but I just loved it because I was 16. I was in high school and 
I had so much fun like flirting with all the bartenders yeah. and I was like underage and they would they wanted me to like work the bar but you had to be 18 so mm -hmm. they were like if you just stick around I'm like I'm not gonna be here in two years yeah still working here <laughs> like I'm gonna be in college or working something Peace else out. that was one of my favorite things about having just like a job in like late high school when you're like yeah 16, 17 just like having fun with young people yeah, and, like, and you're like flirting. making money but you still feel like a, some sort of discipline to yeah. like wake up and you have to stay committed and you committed to a time and but it's still you know fun because it's, it's still like, fun you know, with your people your right age. and your life doesn't depend on it because at that time I was living at home and you still have the support of your family hopefully mm -hmm. most people do and I know some people don't but it was nice you know you have your spending money yeah. you know to go do what you want but I had so much fun in that job yeah we're going to start playing some Cajun music on this. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and the food was so, the food was really good. And it was always fun when like my parents and my sister would come in to visit yeah. me like on a Friday night and I would give them like extra like biscuits. And, like, <laughs> make like, sure that they had like were sat in like the perfect section, you know, with the great, like the best oh, waiter yeah. or waitress. And it was great. Hook ups. That's how I gained 15 pounds in high school <laughs> is working at Burger King and, and just yeah. whenever it was Lots slow and there'd be no customers, I would just make myself a Whopper and eat it in the bag. Why wouldn't you? It's yeah. like you should. So were you on the grill? Did you like grill it yourself? I, was it, like, no, they, they have a, um, I forget the name of, I'm forgetting the name of it, but you basically put the patties in Okay. Like and conveyor belt it comes back out cooked. Got it. So I, you weren't actually flipping burgers, but um, the one I worked at was actually a Burger King within a movie theater. Movie theater yeah. Because I applied at the movie theater thinking like, I could, you know, make popcorn or clean theaters or whatever. I don't care. But then they're like, we're going to put you in the Burger King. Oh. And I was like, oh, if I want to work fast food, I would have applied at a fast food <laughs> right? place. Right. Cool. Um, but it was a smaller Burger King because it was within the theater. So they had one person working there at a time. So I would take people's orders pour their drinks. One woman show. Put the fries in the deep fryer, go around back, wash my hands, make their food, put it back up on the conveyor belt, come back around, take the fries out. That's crazy. Put it in, give mm -hmm. them the food, and then like take the next person. Well, I bet that was very, like, that, that gives you discipline though, I think. Oh yeah. I think it probably gave you some, hey, I, I, this is what I have to do. It gives you structure. The I worst think. part about it was the, when either you had to open or close the restaurant, because mm -hmm. opening you had to prep everything, for the entire day, all the fruits and vegetables, not fruits, all the vegetables, <laughs> um, all the food. And then at the end of the day, it was even worse because you'd have to count everything and also clean everything. Mm. What, what, how do you prep that though? What does that mean? Did you have to cut and like, or just like take everything out of packages? Cut everything. Oh. So like, like the tomatoes, tomatoes and onions, oh, okay. lettuce, all that stuff, um, which was pretty okay because they had like machines for it. Sure. But other things you had to like chop up. Yeah. I like that part, I think, a little more because it was fun. I yeah. was like, wanna, I'm I, cooking. I still just want to take you back to a Burger King and just throw you in there. I could. I would go. be able to make everything. Shouldn't we I like do it. something around that? We should take you back to that Burger King. Is it still in the theater? It's closed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That Burger King. They replaced For shame. It. I know. Don't. It's because I left. I'm sure. Yeah. They just couldn't get the quality anymore. There you go. I mean, you were the one woman uh, <laughs> yep. Burger King. Hello. You're the one woman show. <laughs> yeah. You're the Burger Queen. How about you guys? Best worst jobs? Um, I was kind of, I was kind of, oh, sorry. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was kind of thinking about that. And again, I, I, I love my jobs now because of where I'm at in my world and, and what I've done to get here. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about jobs that I've had in the past that I really loved and then really hated. You, you must have had like a lot of, cause like not only jobs, but gigs and yes, different things yes. like mm -hmm. that. Um, cause I, I, 
I've again, I've done everything. I've worked in real estate. I've worked in finance. I've you worked you know, in real estate. I know. I did real estate for like a split minute in my I yeah. Imagine I you'd be the best realtor. I know. I <laughs> I would buy any house you put in front of me. I hated it. I was actually <laughs> going to go to school and finish everything off for it. I was working front desk at this uh, place called Cact Cactus Patch Land Sales, which is in of course in Coleman, Texas, which is a small little town. And so I was uh, working for this company, and it, it was just it seemed like everyone was so fun, and all they did was drive around and like look at land all day, and like these. Rich ranchers were like, sure, we'll buy this, you know, 200 acres. I'm like, let's make a million dollars. And I'm like, I want to do that. Hell yeah. I want to sell some things. But it was it was moving to Austin that made me stop it because Austin is so cutthroat mm -hmm. and it was so mm -hmm. different here and it wasn't like it wasn't friendly. It like was like well, people are gonna like really like stab you in the back. Like your best friend's gonna stab you in the back for this thirty thousand dollar sale they're gonna get or something mm -hmm. ridiculous. So I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Um, but um, I think my worst job. Worst job. Always open. No, of course. This one right no, no, now. No, no, no. That would never happen. Um, I think probably my worst job was working at Pizza Hut. Oh, you were a pizza daddy. I loved, I, and I still love Pizza Hut. Nothing against pizza it. Pizza delicious. Yeah. I miss pizza. I love pizza. All oh, right, because you're on your. Yeah. We're doing vegan. Yeah, she's doing her. She's doing. She's doing really good things. Um, <laughs> what um, was so bad about it, though? It, you know, the reason I didn't like it was because um, it was. It was the owners. Like I guess, I guess there's franchises where there's yeah. certain people that own certain mm -hmm. things, and and it was this woman that owned it, and she was amazing. When she the woman who owned it um, hired me, and she was awesome, and it was like it was fun. It was cool. We could all hang out. I mean, it was it was a young place. It was they actually served beer there at the time, and so it was like mm -hmm. the hangout in my hometown. It does sound cool. Yeah, yeah, it was like oh beer and pizza. Yeah, sure. So um, want to go to the hut? Right, I know. <laughs> that was it. And I was like, I felt like I was so cool because I was the host. Come here, sit down. You know, like do whatever. And mm -hmm. then this new company took it over, and this new lady bought it, and it was just total like corporate we need to do this you had to wear this you had to do this and it was just really awful and i remember i broke a vacuum <laughs> <laughs> on purpose and i did not mean to it was a kirby i was mm. 16 and i was told that it could suck up anything <laughs> what did what you, did what? you try to suck up? <laughs> up here so there was a salad bar Obviously, you tried to suck up the whole. Well, there was like lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> there was like lettuce and things. I'm like, so I was vacuuming one day, and, and I'm just like, well, lettuce, you know, you know, here, on the floor. tomatoes and you know, wet stuff, whatever. I didn't know it was wet dry. Mm. I didn't know wet dry. What does that happen? What does that mean? Right. So I broke the vacuum, and the, the manager was like, "Who's been vacuuming lettuce?" And then you know, screaming, <laughs> "What is all this in here?" She was like, and they're digging stuff out, and I was like, "It was me. I, you said it could. It was powerful." Yeah. Engine. Well, yeah. You're trying to clean up. I was cleaning, you know. You asked me to do it, I did it. So, uh, so she was like, "Well, you have to pay. You have to buy a new one." And I was like, well, "I quit." That thing was like two hundred dollars. I can't. Yeah, it wasn't that's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Like the liability falls on the yeah. owner. Show like, me how to use the vacuum. Mistakes are going to happen. Although that sounds horrible. Not how do we not know how to use a vacuum? I know. Whatever. I, I mean, like, you sixteen. Yeah, I was sixteen, and so I got in trouble for that, and so I just went up quitting and getting um, my dream job, which I was thinking about the good job, because mm -hmm. again, not I don't want to talk about jobs that I have now, but the dream job that I had was in my hometown. Um, we had this little um, video store slash tanning salon. Oh. You could, <laughs> yes, <laughs> hometown. If you're what? anywhere, if anyone is anywhere that's been anywhere like like a small town, Texas. Um, if you want to look awesome, but also get some work? There, there is a video store slash tanning salon in almost every small town in Texas. Yep. I why swear is, to God. Why yep. that combination? Yeah, no how idea. did it work? You, I would, I worked the front desk and I would sign people in. They would, they would tan. We had three little rooms. And then they would rent their movies, and it was awesome. It As was, their tan faded yeah, in. Yeah, so all I did was literally I got paid to sit and watch movies and sign people in. 
and it was awesome. You didn't I didn't have to like clean the rooms. Or no, I mean, I mean, I didn't clean them. I said I did, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you know, I sprayed the stuff down and would walk. Yeah. I was a really bad worker, I think, back then. Um, but no, it was fun because it was a, it was my dream job because it was the cool job. Mm -hmm. like, it was the job that everyone wanted to have. Right. And I remember when I got when I was done with Pizza Hut, I was like, all right, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> done with Pizza Hut. <laughs> I'm done with you, Pizza Hut. We're out. Um, I run. I wanted this job so bad. And one of my friends was just quitting because she was graduating. Um, she was going to be, you know, she was graduating high school. And because all the cool high school kids had the job. And mm -hmm. so I was like, I want that job. And so I, I went in and applied and I was like, I'll do whatever. And, you know, I'll work whatever hours. And so the guy hired me and I worked there for a while. And it was like the hot spot. Like everybody would stop by there, you know, like hang out. Get my tan, get my mid tan. Get their, get their tan, get their movie. And that, that sounds okay. It was great. It like I, a lovely I, evening. Yeah. I, I loved taking all the movies home because I would get all the new movies like two days before they would come out because we'd have to you know we'd have to sign them in and do things right. so like they would come out on like a Tuesday and we get them on a Sunday so uh -huh. on Sunday I would watch all the new releases I have them back in time for and back in yeah. time on Tuesday because my boss didn't well, know sneaky, but sneaky. I would have my friends come over and we'd watch the new movies so yeah. I was like the cool one so That's that was fun. a fun it was a fun job I think for a kid back then I mean most people wouldn't even know what a rental store is now oh yeah. I know yeah. blockbuster or whatever you know it's Rest crazy. In peace. Yeah. that was like They're a gone. favorite childhood memory was going to blockbuster with my family oh my god yeah. it's great right yeah and they had the popcorn and you have to rush so you, there because like there were sometimes there were only 10 or 20 of the new release and it was and out you were like okay well on one I movie. guess we'll would you ever it. freak out when you would like see that one that was like up there and you were like yes. all of them were empty and then that one was yes. like there and you were like yeah I'm gonna get it that was yeah. like so exciting right it's, it was it's a, fun it's like it's better now to not have it's, to do it but it was fun if you got to experience it because it, right. things yeah. change it's what's so crazy to think yeah to think that like we're not Old. We're not that old. No, right? God right. no. But it's just <laughs> that's the first time we've ever said that when I've been sitting here. <laughs> that's true. Are you I'm being so, nice to me because no, I, he's I, sitting I next to me you, and you know he's older? I'm I don't the know if you realize. Christmas miracle. <laughs> I don't know if you realize I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> my eye, my right. eyesight was diverted <laughs> this way, and I said, "We're not We're old, not old, right? Me. It's just this one." Um, but yeah, and it's, I mean, I'm much younger than some of us oh. on, on this table. Um, but it's it's fun to know that we all shared that kind of same memory. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and now that there's people who are like, I love thinking like there's people who work here that are like, I've never. Oh done God, yeah. right? Yeah. My nephews would never even know. They're like, what? They oh yeah. They don't even know what a, I had to show them what a cassette tape was over Thanksgiving. I met someone who didn't know what a landline was. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to me. Yeah. And like I, I think someone else told the story on the RT podcast one time about how like you know when you're a kid and you're like talking about calling someone on the phone, right. you do this. Now apparently people do this. What? Because it's like they're only used to iPhones. Oh, so, so it's not like holding the, it the oh, same. Oh wow. So it's like weird. That's strange. I never to thought me. of that. Gotta get on the horn, baby. Because it's like a you know, a straight cute uh, rectangle. I was gonna yeah. say cube, and I was like that's not what a phone is. Ah, mm -mm, mm -mm. uh, my what cube. About you with jobs. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I had a pretty terrible job once. It was a, more of like a gig thing. I was just doing PA work um, in college and I was working for Undercover Boss. Oh my God. And, We're um, all like, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, it was fun until. Uh, basically, they were like, um, hey, uh, we need you to pick up the people who don't know they're on Undercover Boss mm -hmm. and like take them to this one location you have to do it in Austin and in San Antonio. So I literally started in Austin and I drove to San Antonio. I picked one person up. What do you mean pick up the people that didn't know? So like the people who are on the show. Oh, but they, they just weren't. Sh they're, they're, they're being told that they're on a another different show. thing. Okay. Right. They're being told that they're on like a pilot of a different okay. reality show. Mm -hmm. um, and so you would pretty much you, you picked up like I had to, I was started in Austin and then they were like, okay, we need you to drive. They gave me a whole schedule and itinerary and it was like, 
drive to um, San Antonio, pick this person up, drop them off in like New Braunfels or something, and then drive back to San Antonio, pick up another person at a different time, drop them off, then drive to Austin, pick that other person up, drive them back, then San Antonio. You're I just think a cat. Wow. I literally Did you get from, reimbursed. Like, I, well, I wasn't driving in my own car. Oh. They like rented a car for me to do it, and it was just so weird though, because I remember calling my mom and I was just like, I'm just a driver for the day. Like that feels weird, but like whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it's a PA gig. Yeah. Like sure. that's what happens, right? You just like do the most random shit. Um, so yeah, I was just like driving back and forth and like literally like on 35 for oh, 12 hours and my ass Anyone had... that's familiar with Gosh, Texas. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, like my ass had no crack by the end of it. It was yeah. just flat. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't, that, I mean, that was fine or whatever. But the next day. How many years day, ago was that then? Uh, that was my senior year of college. So it was like 2014. So. Oh wow, not that yeah. long ago. Yeah. But I podcasts think actually, weren't huge, like as big now. Right, so you, yeah. you probably were getting bored in the I car. think I was just listening to like music. And um, and uh, I was actually, I think I was like interning here at the time. And it was it was like oh. on a weekend. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because 2014 I think that was. Yeah, so then the next day they kind of assigned each PA a, um, a person. So it was like, hey, like you're gonna get this guy, and uh, the way the undercover boss works is like, you know, it's like four people that work at the thing, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, and throughout the show you find out some of them are really great and they're killing it and they're like not getting paid or like they have all these family problems mm -hmm. and like the boss tries to help them out, but then there's the people who um, are like are shitty at their jobs or like stealing shit and like whatnot, and then the boss finds out and or else like, talking shit about their job, too, right? And, and then they like stuff. fire them. Oof. And so they didn't give us any warning about uh, who was gonna go where. Like they were just <laughs> like, hey, you're gonna get this person. You're you're in charge of like transporting this person around. So you're gonna pick them up at their hotel. You're gonna come to the where we're filming. Uh, you're gonna sit. You know, wait around until we give them the like until we reveal the undercover boss, and then yeah. you're gonna like drive them home. And for me, they gave me two people. One guy was super sweet, um, and he, so like I go in, I like pick him up, and I, they like tell us, like, hey, this guy, uh, he was really great at his job, like we're gonna give him a promotion, like we're giving him money to buy a house, like we're setting him on a vacation. It's like fucking awesome, so you're like, fuck yeah. Uh, so I pick up that guy, take him, um, they tell him all these great things. He's like, oh my God, I'm on Undercover Boss. This is fucking amazing. Wow. Like the dude didn't but have a cell phone. the company decided they want to do this for him? Yeah. Or it's Undercover Boss is a show that decides they want to I mean, I don't know. I don't okay. know the logistics of it. I'm just like, it was me. Sorry, I'm yeah. like, break it down. I probably signed an NDA somewhere along the way that kept me from knowing any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so then uh, you drop the person off. Uh, and then they tell him all these happy things, and then like I drive, I'm driving back, and he's like so happy. And then the next guy was like, "Hey, we're firing this guy, uh, so Ooh. be careful with that." I was <laughs> just like, "What, what do, do I do? Be careful with that." Wait, like, yeah. you, have to you drive just don't know anything, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you have to drive him back after he finds out he's yeah. being fired? Luckily, I wasn't the one that drive him back, oh, but God. I did okay. pick him up knowing that, and I was just like. Have fun in there. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. See you never. Bye bye. So oh. how much of that was real and how much of that was fabricated? I, from from what mm. I know, um, and from mm. what I like, the very little that I saw was basically like the guy that I interacted the most with, which was the one who, um, like, he was did such a great job while they were giving him promotions or whatever. Like he really had no idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he like called his girlfriend. And he he didn't even have a phone to call her. He was like, can I can I borrow your phone? Like I have to tell her like we're getting a house. And he was like Aww. in tears. Wow. And so I think it's pretty legit. I think what they do is they like I don't even know if that show's still on, but um, I think what they do is they like tell people they're on a different reality show, like competing or mm -hmm. something. Got it. But like it's like 
How do you not know you're on undercover? Well, you don't like need to say it here, but do you did you know at the time what company it was for? Uh, uh, yes, I okay. think so. I'm just curious what all they told you. Yeah, it was actually like that's a lot of information <laughs> yeah. to tell yeah. you as yeah. like the PA driver. Right. Yeah, and I mean, it's pretty much like you're. Un I think you're like under NDA until the episode comes out, and then yeah, like, whatever. But. This yeah. is the first time I've ever talked about it. I'm, I'm like sure you're in the I think, I think you're good. Yeah. Um, and then, so that was probably like, what, not not that it was bad, but it was just like, a, oh, not, God. Not the like, best. Not the best. Mm -hmm. The bearer um, of bad news. I don't know if I'd want to be that Yeah, person, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, well, I got I got really tough. lucky that I didn't have to see the, the guy who didn't have such a good time. Yeah. And I got to, I got to stick with the guy who was like it's super me. happy. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, I think one of my best jobs that I've ever had. Oh, so that was worse. That was, it was, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, um, was I grew up working on my, my parents used to own a dairy farm and I grew up and I've talked about this all mm -hmm. the time. I um, grew up working on their farm since I was like eight years old. Mm. Uh, and I never worked during the school years or anything. It was always just like, don't worry about, you don't, they're like, you don't need to worry about money. If you're going to yeah. get money, you're spending it, you're like on yourself. Um, but it was like during the summers I would get so bored that I wanted something to do. So mm -hmm. like literally at eight years old, I started working. Ooh. Thank you. Don't get your hair dirty. Oh, sorry. Watch your hair. His hair is softer than all of ours. Yeah. Ten combined. Well, I like it. It's a good color. It is. I know. Snippy, snippy. Wait, why don't you come over here real quick? Why don't you come and stand by me real quick? Let's see if, like, these hair color Can you guys zoom in on that? Yeah. That's it. I think it's... Oh, it's a perfect match. It's the same. Mariel, Mariel, that's Lupe. your Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> she go, I'm gonna cut it off, girl. You always say that, and I'm like, you mean up, that I'm for like, extensions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my other extensions don't match anymore. Like, you know, I, that's okay, honey. I oh, got Merry you some, Christmas. I got you. I'll box it up. I'll box it up. I'm right there, crying. Yeah, Texas didn't tell you that that by working here tonight. We're obligated to your hair. There you go. Y'all are all for like, come in. <laughs> I think we all probably would all four fight over it. Oh my yeah. god, it's yeah. beautiful. It's and it Everyone pull out your ceremonial scissors. Um, but yeah, it was just like I grew a lot, a, a sense of pride in working from a very early age yeah. and just like under, really understanding hard work because my parents, I mean, my dad was like, well, if you want to do this, like you're mm -hmm. going to get up at 6 a.m. and you're going to go out there. You're going to be outside when it's shitty weather and I think that's the best way to be is yeah. learning that work ethic early Especially on. I mean, young age. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, at that age, um, all I was doing was raising bulls, so it was like, it's not like I was actually doing like hard yeah, work. I was raising I mean, bullshit. <laughs> there you go. I was, um, I would literally, I'd, I'd wake up and I'd go and prepare bottles for my, my 10 calves, my 10 little baby bulls. Uh, I named all of them and it was very sad at the end of the summer. What was the favorite name? Um, oh God, I don't even remember now. It's. I think because they weren't that favorite. Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah, it's been years, so. Brownie. Been out. Brownie. I had yeah. one named Brownie. I had a dog uh, named Brownie. Had no, I did I have a, one named Billy. He was a very. <laughs> well. He was a very cute bull. He had, he had I'm like. Sorry, I have to cheers. <laughs> there you go. Your cheers, uh, to, cheers to that. To my Brownie. Little Brownie. Her little. Was it little uh, or was it big? He had like big. a cute little curly cue, and I remember him. His name mm. was Billy. He had a cute, Aww. he had like all brown face and then just like a white patch here of hair and he had Aww. curly little hair. Baby cows are they're freaking so fucking adorable. Yeah. Oh my God, so the little curly, like their little eyelashes. Yeah. They're beautiful eyelashes. Ridiculous. Um, You've probably never seen a baby. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Country kids, hello. Country kids, yes. I'm Canadian. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I'd wake up and I'd like prepare bottles. I'd go and feed them. 
Uh, I'd, I'd, you know, clean them, wash them, and then like, I mean, I'd start my day at like 6 a.m. and then end at it's like very 5 much p.m. explains like, why you are the way you are now. Yeah. And See, like yeah. how fucked hard up. of a worker you are. <laughs> so fucked up. Yeah. Just like Child your labor. Your discipline and like how careful you are and how much you save and you know, I like you're you're very conscious of all of that. Yeah. And it's a very what she is. it's a good quality to have for right. sure. I think a lot of people don't have that nowadays, yeah. which well, is yeah. kind of scary. They that don't. A lot of again, I'm not that my nephews are again I, I throw them out a lot because I love them to death, but they don't have the same work ethic that mm. me and my sister had yeah. and because they don't understand well, it. I think a lot right. of that has changed. And, and, and everything's oh, yeah. changed so much. Absolutely. And it's like, I mean, I grew up with, you know, horses and cattle and, you know, everything and, yeah. you know, being out and I had to be up breaking ice and, you know, breaking water so they could drink and right. it, it, that sounds, that looks kind of, yeah. oh, like metal pole. We had a metal pole, we had to break things <laughs> like open, like the yeah. water. It was crazy shit. And it's like stuff that you wouldn't even think of. Right. But I mean, that made you who you are. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's So much awesome. of who you are. And yeah. even now, I think it still, Less. like, reflects. Because my parents left the dairy. They don't do it anymore. But they're now running a coffee shop. And now I, I try and do as much as I can for them. And you have been there for them so much. I try. You are their so. stalker. You are literally on the phone. She's watching them on <laughs> She's the camera. She's watching. They're not working Those people are, like, bless their heart. So, <laughs> no, they're, I think lucky just, they're lucky to have you. No, yeah. Yeah. It's great. And you're supporting their business. And you want them to succeed. And, and, you're, and you're a young girl. I mean, you're yeah. very young. And to have that kind of work ethic, I think, is great. She's very young. Very As we're all young. I'm at least at least 10 or 15 years younger than you're not 10 for me <laughs> maybe for him what are, so i'm 38 not afraid i'm 22 no you're not bitch. Oh, bitch. shut up mentirosa. 26. Mentirosa. 26 so you're not 26, even yeah. fuck you it's yeah, not I even know. 10 between us 29. you're fine you're fine i'm getting there get over it i know i'm grandma beth 30s, still but i've got grandpa great. texas over here gp but that no that's just texas that's <laughs> well, not fair Mullenies. that's not fair Speaking of Texas, uh -huh. we got some questions from the audience for oh, you, Texas. Oh, it's right. going to be fun. These people have been very excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to answer. As have we. Um, so we've just selected a few for you, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who've tweeted at you that would love. And, and I want to say this also, too. If you did tweet something out, I promise you I will answer them. Um, I didn't want to answer anything until this episode came out. Just so to make sure. Just to make sure. But, um, but they will get answered, I promise awesome. you. Awesome. I mean, I have been scrolling And he through. really does do that. I will, he really I will means yeah. what sit, he says. I will sit on my phone, one eye open, at whatever time it is I go to bed, and I'll, I will answer every single one so of engaged, you. You are so engaged on social media. I try to be. It's I try very to be. impressive. Thank you. I try to be. Um, especially with all you, all you got going on. Have time for that. Thank you. All right, so this question comes from Matt Stalker 4 on Twitter. <laughs> it's spelled S-T-O-C-K. Okay. There we go. There I assume we go. it's the last name. Uh, and he asks, uh, what got you into makeup in the first place? Okay, that is a very crazy story. Um, so I was an artist as a kid, still am. And I do artwork as far as like acrylics and pastels and I draw and I don't do it as much as I, I wish I did. But, um, but when I was younger, I always kind of, I always loved to do anything with painting or color. And if, you know, I was being quiet somewhere, my parents were like, oh shit, he's drawing on something. It could be a wall, could be this, whatever. Um, but what it got me into makeup was the fact that it was kind of like art but working with people. Mm. And uh, mm. my first gig that I ever really did that was like an actual gig that I actually 
got a job for, which was um, which was an accident. Um, I was with my friend um, David, who obviously you've, you've all met, um, mm -hmm. the spiller of the champagne. The spiller. The spiller of the, the champagne. The spiller. Uh. He, um, he actually, <laughs> yeah. oh, excuse me, the champagne. Um, God, that poor boy. Uh, anyways, <laughs> he's adorable. He's a makeup artist, obviously, too, and he asked me to help him with this charity event. He does a lot of charity events, and we did this uh, event at the Houston Tatillion College. I want to say I was 19, maybe, oh, wow. or 20 years old, probably, just somewhere in there. And um, what it was is it was uh, the Battle Women's Shelter was doing some event and they had these women that were coming in and speaking to these women and then there were people sharing their stories and they had hairstylists and makeup artists come in and they were doing makeovers. And he asked me to help him and I was like, absolutely, I'll help you. And I'm like, I'll, I'll clean your brushes, do whatever. And yeah. you know, I thought I was just going there for support, as it were. And what turned out, we walk up and this lady's like, oh my gosh, so where's your team? And he's like, what team? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's just me. And she was like, well, you're supposed to bring like three other people. So there's all these hairstylists working. And then he was just like. The only makeup. The only makeup artist. He's like, oh, he's like, bitch, you're helping me. And I was like, I know Canvas. It's flat. Yeah. It doesn't talk back. And I can, I can, I can redo yeah. it if I need right. to. So I was so scared. It doesn't and, blink. and it's not, there's no time limit. No, I, yeah. I, yeah, I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. And so he was like, just put a chair next to mine. And so I did, and he's like, just do what I do, and I'll tell you how to work it. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm gonna die. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna make someone look crazy, and they're yeah, gonna hate it. Yeah, and that's a lot of So I was so nervous. Yeah, and these people actually, it was really scary, cause there were people coming in with but, like black eyes and like busted lips, yeah. and it was like, I'm not only doing a, like makeup, I'm doing like a makeover. Yeah. And so I was so like I was trembling and like just freaking out and I would grab a brush and it would be the wrong brush and you'd be like, oh, no, that one. What is that one? A foundation brush? I didn't know. And this is how crazy it was because I was so young and I had no clue. Yeah. And you paint brushes. So um, that's that was the first time I actually got a gig like that. What was so cool about that is I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what I wanted to do with makeup because it was so interesting to see people change their view on what they look like mm -hmm. after I was done with it because I didn't suck. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. No Which one, is impressive. No, no battered woman wanted it. Wanted, yeah, was was screaming at me or anything. Um, they were like, oh my gosh, I look beautiful. I, I look great and I love oh, this look. And it was improves. so awesome to see people grow in that instance and be like, oh wow, I look different you know what I mean and and are better I'm happy it was yeah. yeah it was a very interesting situation so that's what I say every time you do my makeup and I look in the mirror I go wow <laughs> same today everyone's like you look so beautiful I'm like yeah because he's into my makeup in <laughs> six months Aww. or a couple months I'll but. come over every morning now yeah. No, that was. I think that was the the, the day that that kind of made my life change because I thought okay I can do this it's still art but it's helping people, it's making people feel good about themselves, and that's what I really generally wanna do, is make people feel good about themselves. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what got me into makeup, that's and then it just cool. kind of just came into what it is, and I got lucky, and yeah, now you're started like working with you guys. Beauty and industry and all yeah. that. It's crazy, because we uh, last episode, we talked about the Rocky Horror Picture Show that we did, mm -hmm. uh, and that was, was that last year or the year Gosh, before? Oh no, that was so like three years oh, ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. 2016. I think it was 2015. Yeah. So it was three That was years. when I first met you. And yeah. Had no clue you were scared of makeup. Oh. And yes. I'm fucking doing magenta on you. I know, you but why are you doing people. this bright red lip? She yeah. loves. Oh, the bright red lip. She had that should be an extra life goal She had next double year. stack <laughs> lash. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody, everybody, make this happen. Bright red lip. I have the outfit. 
I can make you magenta anytime. Yeah. Guys, it's up to you. Guys, you kids. know what? You. Just vote for it. Do it for the kids. Yeah. It's for the kids. Do it for the kids. Yeah. Don't, don't let her do makeup to me again. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. That <laughs> glue. Tejana was Tejana beautiful. Is, she just we finished. haven't had a chance to talk about that it. That no, glue. We, that glue. Tejana was beautiful. She was gorgeous. But she's, and now she's, where is she? She's I think she just runways. finished Victoria's Secret fashion yeah, show. Yeah, we saw her there. She was there. She she's was, going, on, she's she's was right behind Kylie. She was. She's prepping for New York Fashion Week, whatever that is. She's fabulous. She's got like 17 men. Pining after Dude, you her. look fucking jacked up. <laughs> Excuse me, I had five. I minutes. looked horrible, right? <laughs> this one little eye was like wah 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 wah. I, I, I literally glued one of his eyes. No, shut. I go, I go. I'm looking back, and I, 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 yeah. I went. <laughs> and it was like spread open, and I was like, and I who, was, who was back here? It was, I think, Alana. Yes, Alana. Alana was back in the back, and she was like. That glue. The glue. You could still that, see she, it. She had her hand. She goes, that glue. Oh, and I was like, no, it, it was disgusting. I had five minutes to do, put in extensions, yep. lashes, It was impressive. Mm. She yeah. looked beautiful. I know. And now she's, she looked. She's a runway model. So. She is. Yeah. She got booked. We haven't seen her. People are recreating that look, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so this next Get question. Get the look. <laughs> this next question comes from uh, KingRetry underscore 90 on Twitter. Uh, and they ask, when did you discover you were gay, and was it hard letting your family know? Okay, I, don't know I was. I've never asked you that. Before. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think you have. Um, I grew up in a very small town. Um, Family is pretty religious, like mm -hmm. as in they go to church every mm -hmm. single day because they're Catholic. Every That's day. what they do. Like my mom works in the Catholic Church. Wow. So it's kind of crazy. She does. Yeah, she does. She runs the church. She is the church. Um, dad's military. Um, I didn't. I didn't really know what gay was actually until I actually moved to Austin, really, to be completely honest. It sounds crazy because- And how old were you when you moved to Austin? I moved here when I was 19. Okay. So there's so many, or I think 20, maybe 20, 19 or 20. There's uh, so many people now that are young and, and they know they can identify with being <coughs> transgender or gay or lesbian or whatever it is that they want to associate their world with. And I think that's so awesome mm -hmm. that they know that now at a young age. But when I was growing up- I think a big part up, of that is the internet too. Yeah, I mean, it, well, I didn't, yeah. we didn't have internet back then. It was, I know, I'm that, like <laughs> smoke, smoke signals, Meryl. smoke Meryl. signals and things, you know. Ah! Um, it's, you know, being oh. in the country, I just didn't know um, what gay really meant and what it was. And so I think I probably knew I was gay before actually coming to Austin. Mm -hmm. But when I got here and moved here to the city, um, city, as it were, because again, my hometown was like 4,000 people. Yeah. And um, when I moved here, I think that's when it kind of really came to fruition, and it was like, oh wow, it's okay to like guys. So did or, you or, did you feel like you like knew before you came to Austin, but like you felt so like you wouldn't be accepted for it that you almost not really didn't believe it? No, not really. Even and that's that's what's so weird is I just didn't know. I thought wow. men were attractive. I thought women were attractive, but I just didn't. And I, you know, I dated girls in high school, but like it didn't. Wasn't really a thing. I was just like, oh, we're dead, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I thought everyone was pretty in, in their own sense, but I just didn't really know. I didn't really, I didn't know how to mm -hmm. identify with myself. Yeah. So when I came to Austin and, and actually met, you know, real gay friends and, you know, and, and met people that wanted to go to gay bars and hang out, and it was very interesting because I, I actually saw something that was like, oh, okay, I identify with that person. I like what mm -hmm. they're doing. And mm -hmm. so it kind of gave me confidence to come out. And so um, really coming out to my family, honestly, wasn't 
that big of a deal. I, I thought it would have been, but it wasn't. It just kind of which is surprising, especially like yeah. I mean, I think involved. most people don't mm -hmm. have my family, but I mean, my family is such right. a we're I so know. tight. Like I and love, you and I have talked about this, but like yeah. for everyone else listening, like what age were you, and what made you feel comfortable to I share was, that? I was yeah. in my early twenties, and wow. I just kind of I just I, I I just said, hey, you know, this is what's going on in my world. This is where I'm at. How did you? Um, did you do it like over the phone or no? In I did it in person. I didn't think it was over Christmas holiday. You're very much like that. Though. Yeah, and and but my family again, we're we're very tight. I mean, you guys my are parents, so close. we talk like every single day mm -hmm. and super. I mean, like I know some people are like, oh, my parents are coming home, and I'm like, oh my god, my parents are coming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so I'm yeah, super excited about it, and, and it is, and it's different for so many people. And and I'm saying my my situation was easy, and there's a lot that aren't. But I think just I just kind of came out and was like, hey, this is what I am, and. Your this is what it is, like, and it doesn't change who I am. Mm -hmm. I still like football. I still like this. I'm was still there like any this, and, and backlash? None. No, not wow. not from anybody. And I know, and that's what's kind of crazy. I mean, I, obviously there were some people from my high school that yeah. kind of you know reached out and there were or, or said some things. And there's some people that like Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. Like one of my, actually one that really bothered me um, was a friend of mine that I'd had for a long time, and he unfriended me on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, sure. oh, that sucks, because like I was friends with your wife and you, and yeah, yeah. Our, we were all friends when we were in high school and. Mm -hmm. I know your kids, and that's kind of crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, things happen, and I, you know, and that was his world, and mine's different now, and I couldn't really, you know, couldn't be bothered anymore, I yeah. guess. You know, kind yeah. of that's who I am. So it wasn't hard. Is it, there anything that you would say? Because obviously we have a, an awesome audience for yes, the show, and everybody. A lot of, we get a lot of questions about coming out and how to, you know, talk to your parents or mm -hmm. your friends about it. Is there any advice that you would give? Absolutely. For, for, um, wonderful audience. I think that if you are going through any kind of situation in your world where you don't um, know how it's going to go, whether it's family, friends, whatever, don't do anything until you're ready, first and foremost. Um, I think outing people is so rude and so un, un, uncool to your friends or whoever. Can I ask yeah. to that? What, what if you never feel like you're ready? Mm. Okay. All right. All right. All, all, all right. You know what? That could happen. Um, that could. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But I think what we should do is focus on if you are having a problem with with knowing where you want to go with your world, um, talk to your friends, talk to your your the people that are your family. Like I think a lot of people, especially the in the gay industry, gay, mm -hmm. industry, gay, uh, gay world, um, gay, lesbian, straight, transgender, everyone who's kind of young and coming out of that world. Sometimes they have questions, and but they have their unit, their friends mm -hmm. that are you know their allies. Mm -hmm that'll help them. And I think that talking to them first and seeing how things um, could go with them first and say, hey, you know, get advice, especially if you're young, get advice. Um, but I always say be truthful. I mean, it, sometimes this is a really hard thing sometimes to say, but being truthful is one of the most important things and being truthful to yourself mm -hmm. and to whom you're talking to. Mm -hmm. So talk to your friends, get the courage, you know, talk to them. Don't do anything until you're ready. But it, when you're ready to do it, just do it. Because I did it and, and mine turned out great. Some people also, aren't yeah. going to. Right. Some people yeah. aren't going to turn out that way. Some people aren't going to turn out. Okay. Or it and, turns out in that middle weird place where yeah. it's like this gray area for so long, which is like, you almost wish it was yeah. black or white, yeah. and yeah. it's not. And it's yeah. not, and and you know, and I think that what it does for who you are as a person is it makes you stronger, I think. When you come out and you do say something and you do stand up for who you are and say, this is who I am, take it or leave it. Yeah. Um, My perspective of it, and again, like I don't have as much insight because um, I've never had to go through something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but in terms of believing that people should be who they are, and I feel like that is the most important Thing you could do in life because is. life is short 
and making the most of it while you're here and being who you are mm -hmm. and just like living fully yeah. to who you are, I think is so important. And like there are probably gonna be people who don't accept yeah. you along the way. Again, like my friend who, who unfriended cares? me and guess what, I had, to, and who I, had to, I had to get past it. And it know? is, but for us all, the four of us agreeing here who all know each other so well and mm -hmm. are like so supportive of each other and like best friends, it's easy for us to say who cares. Yeah. But when you're that young and that um, insecure, yeah. and we're all insecure right now. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, we've all admitted <laughs> that. Always will be. We're st we still are and still will be, but when you're that young and you don't have that support, it's like, it's hard to, I mean, if someone says who cares, it doesn't always apply. It's not as right. So it's like, it. it's finding someone of, of like-mindedness or open-mindedness mm -hmm. yeah. and like and latching onto them and like building that cause. And I'd like to believe that people are gonna get better with time. I really, yeah. it in does. my heart, I, think, I yeah. hope that I that think, will happen. I think it does with some people. I think some people, like for me again, mine was really great. But some people's parents will go through that moment where they will be like, oh, I lost a son, I lost a daughter, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they give you this bullshit situation. And I think it is bullshit, I do. Because they didn't lose anything. Right. You know, you're still the same person. Mm -hmm. And that's what I told my parents when I was like, hey, look, I'm still the same person. This is just not where I identify anymore. Right. And, um, and I think that, you know, with some people, I think just find your allies, find your people, mm -hmm. find your group, keep them close. You're never alone. You're never alone. There's always Especially someone to talk to. Right. I know, Especially the research so community. So if you're yeah. watching this, like reach out on yeah. the subreddit or yeah. tweet Twitter me. or something. I will tweet like, you back. I tweet any you. of us. Yeah. Like we're never going to make anyone feel like they're alone. Yeah. So if you just ever like, have questions, I think go to your family, go to your friends that are, in, and I say family, like as in your friends. Sometimes because sometimes right. your family, family doesn't just mean yeah. your like, family. Y'all yeah. are family. Could be, right. You guys are my family. Yeah. So I have a friend who recently just married. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, oh, really? And the, we gotta get you divorced? already knew this. Yeah. You're, getting, you're oh, in it too. Oh, you're fuck, in the fourth. I forgot about this. We have, to get, we have to get divorced. We're going to get divorced. Do your divorce. Oh my God, our rabbi's here. Hey, hey. Married, divorced. Who could keep things straight? Hey. The dad from Big Mouth. What a mitzvah. And you were our little ring bearer. Oh my God. Wow, the whole. Like a billion years ago. The whole group. The whole flashbacks. You were going to say something, though. Oh, one of my really good friends just um, finally officially came out to her mom and wow. uh, it did not go well for her. I mean, her parents are super religious and they're um, also they're uh, uh, Vietnamese. And so there's like cultural issues there. Mm -hmm. But like um, it kind of goes back to you saying like, oh, well, who cares? Like when it's someone that you're, you know, that's I think if you're coming out to someone uh, and you're um, you know, you're like, well, who cares if your mom doesn't care? Like, we love you. It's well, like, you mean me saying it shouldn't matter. Like, right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Like, going on off of your point. Um, and just, like, you know, because she kind of got it, like, she group texted us, and she was like, hey, like, this happened. Like, she's not okay with it. I really don't know what happens next. And literally, it was, like, a group message to, like, eight people. And every most of us who are identify somewhere on the, the queer spectrum were just like, hey, like, we love you. We support you. Mm -hmm. And whether or not she comes around, like you will have us no matter what, yeah. Yeah. like Have you're it. gonna be fine. And she was like, yeah. yeah, I know. And she was like, I know that because of this, because it really is like, you get to choose your family, mm -hmm. you know? And you, especially when, you're fa when your own family right. is like. Yeah, I think it's only natural to want. And I think yeah. you yeah. only yeah, really feel that when you get to our, I'll just say our age, <laughs> collectively. <laughs> I just Somewhere mean average. You start to feel us. more comfortable with the right. notion of you get to choose your family. It's harder to, 
understand that concept when you're young. Especially if you live. Oh, yeah. Well, if you live at home or if you're like newly in college and you're relying on your parents yeah. for anything, or even if you're not financially relying and you're just like wanting that sense of normalcy. Mm -hmm. But like when you get a little bit older, you will realize yeah. that like yeah. you can choose what is good for you. You yeah. can choose what will make you feel like a beautiful human. Yeah. And it's so important. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right, we'll have one more question, but I'll save it for the post show. Cool. And then um, do one more ad read, and then we'll take a box of issues question, Perfect. as well as some more stuff for the post show. So tune in if you're a first member. Perfect. Uh, so before we move on to our box of issues, I want to say thank you to Stamps. All of Stamps. <laughs> Stamps.com. All Stamps all do over. Like stamps. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I like Stamps. Uh, these days, you can practically get everything on demand, like our podcast, for example. Uh, listen it to whenever you want, when it's convenient for you, etc. But did you know you could get postage on demand? Uh, all you need is Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. Buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package, all available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just click, print, mail, and you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. I've used Stamps.com plenty of times, uh, and I've obviously a very busy schedule, um, so it doesn't always allow me to run errands when I need to. So with Stamps.com, sending my mail and packages is very easy, especially during the holidays. No planning trips to a post office. I could just do it, uh, whatever I need, right at home. Stamps.com is great. Right now, use Open for the special offer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Do not wait. Do it mm. now. <laughs> Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in open. That's stamps.com and enter the code open. Thanks to stamps.com for supporting this episode of Always Open. Yeah. That's actually a really cool sponsor. Yeah. Because yeah. I think about stamps all the time. I mean, that sounds stupid. No. <laughs> I really How often do you think about stamps? Yeah, well, you, you know, know I'm pretty old. And so <laughs> I'm probably, just collect stamps from, I when collect you were, them. from when you were born in the 1850s. Honestly, if I collected stamps from that long, I'd be fucking You'd rich. You'd be fucking rich. Oh, yeah, yeah, you would. So, fuck you! <laughs> well, I would have no, just I, I would get half of it in the divorce, so fuck oh, you right there. <laughs> and then what would and you your get? And your lawyer would get... I know. Well, we're, we're, we're all just going to get married together. I mean, I, I think mean, that yeah. for Rabbi? You need a rabbi. All right. We are together here I've always loved stamps. I like the feeling of buying them and actually... I've always loved the feeling because I'm still like an old school girl when it comes to like stationery. I like to handwrite notes. I mm -hmm. like to mail them. I like to stamp them, write everything down. I think it's just a really nice tradition. I Absolutely. think it's a really nice mm -hmm. like thoughtful thing that people don't Dude, do anymore. And I've always so lovely. Me a note. That's fucking lie. I might have put a stamp on it because you work so close to me. <laughs> I could have mailed it. I got but a mailbox right there. I have handwritten many shit to you. <laughs> many shit. Many, many shit. shit. Many shit. Oh, many shit. <laughs> All right, my beauties. It's time yes. for our box of issues. And then we'll continue this with the post shows. Yes. Make sure you sign up if you want more Texas and Bethany. And Meryl. Mm. And Barbara. And me. Everyone wants more of you, though. That's a given. That's why they tune in. Oh, right your dinosaur sweater. I hate you. I love it so much. <laughs> but that just means I love you. Dinosaur. I was like, why don't you like I it? It's cute. It. No, I love it. All right, this question comes from Brendan G. And Brendan asks, mm -hmm. Hey, everyone. I love the show and need some advice. I've been happily married to my husband for over a year. We're currently both 20 years old, and we're high school sweethearts since freshman year. In the past couple of months, I've noticed that my husband has been wanting to have sex more often, and I've been wanting to have sex less often. 
I still love him and enjoy having sex with him, but lately I've been tired from having to juggle school and work and family. I've tried to explain that my little, my, sorry, my low libido has nothing to do with him, but I'm still concerned that he thinks that I don't find him attractive anymore. What should I do? Thank you for your time. P.S. I don't know if this is relevant, but he is a transgender male and has been taking testosterone for about half a year now. This just might explain his increased libido if it matters. It's very, I mean, Gosh, that's such a like. It's interesting. We always get this question from the other side. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, like we always get people writing in who are like, I'm with a partner who has a low sex drive. And they want. What do I do about okay. it? We, yeah. we, this is, I think, one of the first times that we've ever gotten this question. The opposite of just like, I have okay. a low one. Yeah. And my partner has a high one. Hmm. So my, my, my thing about this is, uh, again, I only speak for myself. I have a very high sex drive. So, no. <laughs> Put her there, bro. <laughs> you know, I do. What? <laughs> What's happening? No, no, I don't know. We just got excited. Anyway. They just bros, 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 bros hanging out. I know. No, I, just bros. I, I have a very high sex drive, so I would kind of probably be like, well, shit, is it me? I think if I were the other person that, you know, not Brendan, <laughs> but the other guy, I'd be like, was it me? What am I doing wrong? Because mm-hmm. um, we all have those moments in our lives right. where we, we kind of, we start questioning, what is it? Mm-hmm. Is he not attracted or is, am I, is it me? I think that the most important thing in a relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. Right. Like absolutely just Definitely. communicate and say, hey, look, you know what? This is how I feel. This is what makes me feel this way. Yeah. Um, whereas Libby with my beverage. Uh, <laughs> an angel. Prepared. An angel has arrived. <laughs> yes. You want the same thing? Yeah, sure. Oh, Why not? Perfection. Oh my God. But I think communication is one of the most important things. Yeah. I think that if you, yeah. especially you're married, you you already you, you obviously love each other enough to and be I've in that relationship. You've been yeah. together for a while. I think just communicating and being honest. I think if you're in that relationship, you should be able to say what's on your mind. Yeah. And say, hey, you know what? This makes me worry about this kind of situation because maybe you're not. Are you not attracted to me? Is it this or that? Whatever. I think that it may could, it could be something so simple as in like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that was mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, and I think being aware of it is step one. And and he mm-hmm. seems very aware. Like he doesn't want to make him concerned about his attraction towards yeah. him or how much he loves him or anything like that. And just being open about like, hey, like I've noticed that you've been wanting to do this more, and like I'm sorry that I haven't been reciprocating. Like I love you, I'm attracted to you, but yeah. I'm like bogged down by all these responsibilities and. Maybe there's like something we could just talk about to make this work in terms of just finding a balance mm-hmm. between, like, and do that we happens. know? Yeah, that like, happens. if it's, do we know that in the in the reading? If uh, he he does say that he's been just like busy with work. Busy, yeah, he work said. Um, but he's a yeah, but lately I've been tired from having yeah. to juggle school, work, and family. Sure. And sure. also the the the. Um, because he's transgender and he's taking testosterone. The husband that is yeah, transgender. His, hus- yes. his yes. husband's transgender and has. Do we know that? Do we know the sex of him? It says Brendan, so I... Brendan, okay. So, I mean, the testosterone could be a thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. it really actually could be that his sex drive is now getting amped up because of the testosterone, and so that could be what... Maybe that could be shifting. I don't know. I mean, we I just think a lot of... Like, we talked earlier about how, like, in relationships, things go up and down Mm -hmm. and things just change. But they're both very young, too. Young, yeah. I mean, I'm... It's still, I mean, I think regardless of age, um, your sex drive when you're first in a relationship, when it's new, it's always going to be, I think, a little more, like... Your relationship is kind of it's new and revolves it's around sex. And, yeah. and I do think there's kind of an unrealistic notion or approach or thinking with a new relationship. Expectations. Expectation mm-hmm. is a good word. Like when you're in a new relationship, no matter what your age, you think it's supposed to be hot and heavy every day, ten times a day, blah blah blah. And you yeah. hear what your friends say, and you watch TV, and you watch, and you listen to the media, and it's just that's not always the case. Yeah, definitely. you know. 
And there are so many outside external factors that Thank you, my dear. Thank you, thank you, babe. Absolutely. That play into everything of your mood, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. I mean, I didn't think I would be comfortable sharing this, but you three are my best, three of my best friends. But for me personally, like, my mom died unexpectedly a couple of months ago, and I haven't put that out, like, to the Rooster Teeth community, but it made my sex drive go way down. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm someone like you, like you, like you, very sexually active and, or sexually, like the high sex drive. Yeah. And dealing with everything I was already dealing with, mm -hmm. to have to think about that too was just like, you're, you're already doubting yourself, you're doubting your life, you're doubting not being with the person that you love, which for me was my mother. Yeah. And to me, I questioned a lot about myself and like, am I still attractive? Am I ever going to want to have sex again? Absolutely. Yeah. And this is a hard thing to talk about, but I think it's important. And it's like going through something that tragic is like, I, just, I, I honestly thought I'd never have sex again. I really was like, the thought of having sex would never appeal to me ever, ever, ever again. But then like things change and when you're I fortunately am with a very supportive partner who never made me feel bad about He's how wonderful. long it had been or yeah. the length and like I just I just think that it's okay to be okay sexually if it's if it's happening or if it's not happening and for me personally going through like the loss that I've been experiencing like there are just there are just moments when I don't feel comfortable absolutely and it's not comfortable because of anything other than just I'm in a dark deep place of emotion that I just can't even think about that and it doesn't just last an hour or a day it lasts weeks and I think just especially for this person it sounds like they're in such a loving relationship mm -hmm. that just being open and honest about it is like helpful yeah because things are going to change in your life and if you guys are destined for the long haul there's going to be a ton of other things you guys are in your experience mm -hmm. together. Ups and downs that and everything. If you just need to find someone of like solid ground and someone that is trustworthy and loyal and is going to let you be you because that ultimately is all that matters at the end of the day. Absolutely. Because I would give anything to have my mom back and I don't care about anything else that happens. And that's why I like the question earlier of like, would you like find true love yeah. and be okay not having sex. It's like absolutely because like the relationships and the connections and everything are way more important to me than anything physical 100%. could yeah. ever be. Absolutely. You know. And we love you. I love I you. I love you. She's holding. Oh. No, no, little group. I'm sorry. Just like these three people here know everything I've been going through the last three months, and it's why I've been silent and why I've been like not on social and why yeah. I've been like. You've got a lot going on, babe. It's just, it's been hard, you know? It's like every occasion, and this is the Christmas episode, and I'm, I'm sad. Okay. I mean, I want to be realistic with my emotions, and I'll be yeah. like, I'm fine, I'm not fine. I'm, okay. I'm sad, I'm really sad to not have my mom. I'm really sad to not have her in these moments. I'm sad to have my dad alone. I'm sad to not have, you know, my, my twin with her children, my niece and nephew who don't have her. But I want to be open about how I'm sad. I don't want to sugarcoat things. Like, it is sad, and it should be sad. But I'm still grateful for the things that I have. And three of those things are you guys. Well, and we love you. Friends. And this is what we talked about, like, family and friends. Like, it's not just my dad and my sister and my niece and nephew. It's you guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
I have support. Like things move on. You, you know, you have to move forward to a new normal. Absolutely. But and being with someone who will be by your side. Yeah. Be by your side, and, and that's so important. Yeah. It's just finding a partner. And even if you're single, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner, but finding a friendship, someone that's going to just be there for you through the ups and downs. The way you guys have been there for me. Of course. And she knows my family well. Yeah. Well, we don't cry. You. I don't want you to cry too. <laughs> no. But like, well, it's been hard. It's been a, a hard couple of months. We're never going to not be here. Yeah. Of course. And I love so. you. I love all three of you. That's why I agreed to do this. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know yeah. I'm going to cry and well, I need people that I love. The thing is, life throws a lot of curveballs. That's true. And it does. Yeah. And that, no matter what age you're at, it throws curveballs at you. And, and, you know, whether it's, you know, loss, love, everything. I think what, what you can really gather from that, and this kind of goes back to our last one too as well, is like having, so Brendan, back to him real fast, um, I think one, therapy. Yeah. Oh, therapy. Finding a we therapist. We can agree on that. Oh. Yes, yeah. we can all agree. Three, therapy. I've never <laughs> taken it, but I'll take you should. should. <laughs> I think you're happy, I you think should. Everyone, everyone needs should. to have yeah. someone that they can talk to that's not law. in the circle. <laughs> I think that therapy oh, is a good thing if you, if you don't decide you want to do that. I think therapy is a good thing to do um, to kind of find out. Because sometimes you need someone to kind of nitpick and pull those little things out that maybe you're not wanting to talk to yeah. with your other partner because you're you're either embarrassed or you're or scared to say or whatever. Or just with I, your friends yeah. that you're just sometimes don't want to put just, that on yeah, them you just don't wanna, Yeah, you just don't want to have all that. It's, it's a little bit much. So I think therapy would be a good way to go. Well, it's also interesting with like... I mean, especially going to therapy, that's something that I've, I've been going for a few months now, and it's like, you say certain things, and of course, your therapist, even though you don't see it, they're like, taking notes mm -hmm. of things you're saying, right? And they'll Absolutely. bring it up, and and uh, there was something I like was talking about the other day, and your my therapist was like, well, you said this thing a few months ago, and, and it kind of brings me to that, and I was like, holy shit, you remember that? She was like, well, it's kind of my job. <laughs> um, she was like, you know, this, you, you saying that is kind of, uh, brings me to this other point and like those thing, two things might be connected and you didn't know that and I was mm -hmm. like oh shit you're right. But that's like, the thing I think it's because people that are, are therapists obviously that's their job it's, right. it's their job to kind of dissect what we say and then put it back in, 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 in a situation mm -hmm. where we may not even go like wow okay that is why I'm doing this right. because I'm doing this or I feel this way um, and it's okay it's okay to have your feelings and, and feel the way you want to feel. But again, it goes back to family and friends. And again, your family could be anybody. It doesn't mean it's your actual family. Um, I feel like talking about everything is so important and having that kind it of is. network where yeah. you can feel comfortable talking to yeah, whoever. Vulnerable. And we all are. I mean, we all, all have, mm -hmm. everyone is static. Yep. Everybody has static. Everyone has some shitty little situation in their life or some horrible thing that's happened mm -hmm. or something that's just, just kind of that thing that's bearing down on them. It yep. makes them feel like, oh, especially around the holidays, because it's it's hard. Because then that brings yeah. up so many things and emotions. Bad and good. Um, yeah, bad and good things. And you know, it's it's difficult. But I think that what one thing I'd love to say about all of this, I think it comes back down to, is just finding that group of people or the people that you love and people that make you feel good. Yes. You know, if people make you feel good, and and if you feel comfortable around them, that's important. I think it's so important to surround yourself with those people and people that maybe aren't doing that to you, maybe that aren't making mm -hmm. you feel good about yourself, get rid of them. Cause yeah. it's not, I mean, you're 
no matter how old you are. Right. It's never too late to get rid of garbage. Yeah, I think that is good I'll, advice. I'll take off. Yeah. <laughs> no! Okay, oh my God, you're not that person. No, no. I think, it, I think, it is good to get that advice early on, and I think yeah. we all wish we had that earlier on, but you just don't know. Yeah, then. well, I think if... Older Texas now, I was going to say to younger Texas, I would say older no, Texas. Right, older Texas. <laughs> old ass Texas. Old, older 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 Texas. Texas. Yeah. Um, I would say don't give a shit what these people think. Don't care. It doesn't matter. These The people that are really in your world for the long haul will love you no matter what. They'll mm. be there with you for Those who for mind don't matter those. and those who matter and, don't and, mind. And, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I think that you, so you, you worry about all these other little weird things. They will all work out eventually, yeah. I promise you. But I think that just finding your people is what's so important. And, you know, I've found some good people with you oh, guys. Yeah. We have well, found good people. I can't think of a better way to wrap things up, guys. I know. Thank you so much. This has been you, a beautiful I episode. I love you. I know. And to everyone Happy watching. Holiday. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We love you. Cheers um, to Lupe. And cherish people. I know. Cheers, cheers Lupe. to Lupe. Cheers to that yeah, hair. That hair. Cheers. <laughs> Texas is so happy to finally have you on. Thank Bethany. you. So Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for making back with us. I know. Yeah. I'm, we love I, you. The return of glitter. <laughs> and everyone enjoy your, your Christmases and your holidays. And happy just, Christmas. Just love one another. Yes. And be safe love for the holidays. Yes. Whatever you celebrate. Au revoir. You're getting too PC for me right now. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like.